thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically he's such as this, this thing here. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for a Monday night edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting. Hope everyone had a great Labor Day uh, holiday. And I uh, want to definitely check in, share with you what's going on in the news, what caught my attention. But more importantly, I'm curious to find out what are you keeping an eye on? Lots of subjects. Let's try to cover as many as we can in this short time together. Uh, as always, any first-time viewers, let me know where you're watching from via the chat. We'd love to acknowledge your presence as well as welcome you to the community. And then when the phone lines open up, 313-462-0027 is a number where you can call and let your voice be heard. All right. Um, yeah, it looks like uh, <laughs> Russia is not playing games, man. They're playing chess while the rest of the world's playing checkers. They mean business. And uh, we'll find out what this standoff will result in. But it's my suspicion that the European nations, as well as the uh, other G7 nations, would be willing to uh, go to the very last minute uh, to the point where their people, they might be willing to allow their people to hit the streets and protest and, and their displeasure with this political charades that they're playing while trying to prove a point. Uh, when we all know that whoever has a real world resources make the decisions at the end of the day. So we'll find out how this plays out, but it, it could be a cold winter, not necessarily this year per se, but definitely next year it's going to be extremely cold because from the numbers I'm seeing here, it looks like they might have enough to be able to allocate uh, enough energy to keep, you know, people semi-calm, but yet we'll find out. And of course that's going to come at a cost. But anyway, before I move forward, let me acknowledge a couple of people and then we'll dive into some uh, headlines and, Open up the phone lines. I'd love to get your take on what's going on. All right. We got Solo checking in. We got Roger Rose, PM. Uh, we got Ed as well. Uh, what else we got here? Jay. We got Genesis 10 Conspiracy checking in. Uh, what else? Uh, we got Frank Parker as well. Uh, let me keep going. We got Daryl checking in from Atlanta, GA. Uh, Alan checking in as well. It says Moscow Metals Exchange on the another front as well. Yeah. That's another that's another subject matter. We, we touched on that a week ago. Haven't heard much news as far as any changes other than them looking to uh, come up with their own price uh, setting mechanism along with India. Of course, China already have theirs. So, uh, yeah, the world definitely moving away from the, the, the dollar extremely fast. Uh, what else we got here? Kenneth checking in as well. Pablo Pina Nicholas says, says uh, Biden is like a balloon with the air being let out and then let go fly across the room and plop to the floor. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, Dwayne checking in. Okay, man, a fair amount of people here. Appreciate you guys for blessing with your presence. If you have not already, definitely hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. And uh, yeah, man, so let me just go back and I'll do a quick recap uh, of what pretty much we talked about before what led to this current event, but it looks like, uh, let me, uh, do a little something here. Let me go back here just because this whole ultimatum that was placed on Europe today was, is, is not completely out of the blue. 
we ended last week talking about how the G7, it was all up, it's not all up to, but the G7's uh, meeting on Friday played a major role in the response to what we're witnessing now. And so it looks like as of now, you know, as I mentioned before, Putin is not playing. So let me just share with you real quick a headline. Uh, it says G7 countries agree. And so the last time we spoke, I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday, we talked about the meeting on Friday. And like I said before, it's quite common. It was obvious that uh, what they were going to do just because they're, they need as much distractions as possible to cover up other issues dealing with the economy. And so it says G7 countries agree to set a price cap on Russian oil as Moscow vows to cut off countries that join in. And so the initial demand was made that if you go ahead with this price cap, we can't continue to just let you get our energy and you completely hinder us from earning revenue off of this. So we're going to cut you off. And so as of now, on Friday, it looks like the G7 nations came to an agreement. Only issue is they're playing with fire and their constituents, as well as just the citizens in all their countries, will be the ones that get burnt. But it said the G7 leaders have yet to announce exactly what the price cap will be. And so here they are talking big, trying to play as if they're big and bad, meaning the G7 nations, uh, just just sheer, just through sheer rhetoric of, of putting out a price cap, but with no type of figure in mind. At the same time, you know, they're literally operating on a very slim window of reserves in Europe and even here in the U.S. And so it, no matter what their intentions are to disrupt China or Russia, China relations, it doesn't matter. They're doing it on purpose so that they can always be able to point the blame to Russia for all the other economic woes that will take place in, in the global economy. As we're witnessing, every single country is contracting at a very alarming weight rate, i.e. recessions. And based upon all the numbers that were in the figures that were given, We've been in a recession for a while now, but I don't think no government, if I'm not mistaken, has openly admitted that the contracting GDP for two consecutive quarters on top of all the other numbers have really signaled a recession officially. So they're still trying to all come together with that narrative that we're fine, everything is good. And so definitely they're going to cause more distractions, more disruptions is just a part of the game. And so keep it moving real quick. Uh, so here we are. As a result of what happened today or was announced today, Europe energy prices jump as Moscow tightened the screws on the gas supply. And so it just gives some figures here. And I'll actually share with you on a visual aid what it looks like. No matter what, it's still going to be very costly for the citizens in Europe regardless because what this means is that there's enough reserves probably to get through this winter but then again, at a cost, because even the European energy sources are going to begin rationing energy and making those who can afford it pay more for it. And those who cannot pay are going to be you know, out of luck for the most part, because they're going to have an unimaginable energy bill moving forward, regardless whether they price cap or whether you know Russia decides to flow without any disruptions. But give you an idea, it says benchmark Dutch gas futures surged 35 percent after a record weekly drop. So. Not only were the energy futures coming down from the pre previous week, but they're surging back up. It says Russia key pipeline uh, shut after Gazprom uh, reported a fault. And so, of course, they were lying all along. I can go through that. But let me give you a visual aid as to what we're talking about here. So this is from Holger, and he does a great job posting visual aids. But as you guys can see here, it peaked uh, in the last month, and, excuse me, and it dropped down almost 50 percent. 
And then literally within the last couple hours, it shot back up. And so gas futures for next year up 29% after Russia cut off the gas as of today. So basically if this standoff between Europe and Russia doesn't come to some type of resolution soon enough, if somebody don't back down and of course Russia is not going to back down because they have what the world needs. We're going to see this shoot past 350 and maybe the 700 probably before this winter, basically signaling what the price for energy will be next year at this current time on top of whatever the price might be as we move forward. So just something worth paying attention to. And so here we go. Here's the primary headline. It says Russia says it's stopping critical gas supply to Europe until the West lifts sanctions. And so I would imagine everybody who here can agree that you can't continue to try to bully and to uh, basically try to deliberately destroy the economy of a entire country that has all the world's resources and not expect them to respond in some type of way that's going to turn around and shoot you back in the foot. And so it's interesting how all the European politicians are now talking about how Russia has weaponized energy and that they're basically using that against Europe. And I'm thinking like, did you not just freeze 300 plus million or I think is it 300 million or so at the price? 600 million. I forgot what the number was worth of funds that's still locked up as well as did all of the asset seizures and all that other stuff of all the Russian oligarchs people, you expect them to continue to deliver energy with no problem. So that's why this stuff is just completely foolish, but it's just, uh, it's going to come back to bite the uh, the European people in the butt real quick. Give you some headlines here. So here's a whole timeline based upon all the events that took place as a scroll down, just give you some figures here. So as of right now, it says 81.55%. That is a critical level current level rather at which European Union's gas storage capacity is filled slightly above the block's target to 80%. And so as of now, they were they were attempting to be at 80% by November 1st. They're at 81.55. So as I mentioned before, this could be this might be enough to, to let them squeak through this current winter, depending on how severe it is. But also as a result of that, the European energy companies will be cutting back. So they're not going to let that whole 81% out to the public, knowing that they have no way of refilling that up. And so here says concerns about energy supply have weighed heavily on the euro was dropped below 0.99. So basically the euro for the first time in 20 years on Monday has gone below parity. And so European gas prices climbed to a high of 282 euros per megawatt hour as of Monday. Extremely costly. Then it says on top of that, we have OPEC plus, which is comprised of Russia as well as a lot of other of the Eurasian nations that are heavy oil centered, they've all agreed to cut back on total oil supply period. And we all know that it was a three, two months ago, Biden went over to Saudi Arabia basically to try to more likely plead for energy and nothing came from that. But what we're witnessing now is that there will be even more of an energy crunch coming up soon. And I'd imagine OPEC plus their agenda or desire to do this is so that they can eventually have more of a say-so over the true price discovery of a barrel of oil oil, and eventually to have it so that it's not priced in USD. And so I'd imagine that's why they're making this move in conjunction with the sanctions and the standoff between Europe and Russia. But real quick, it says OPEC plus group of oil producing nations announced on Monday they will slash production of crude oil by about 100,000 barrels per day starting next month. The move could further 
Raised energy prices, the announcement has caused the global benchmark crude futures price to rise by 3.5%. And so as of now, barrel is 96.4, but they're saying it could probably get to 120 uh, real soon, which, of course, does all the people who produce real energy. It makes them very happy because they're actually earning on top of their real water resource. So that's uh, just a little something there. And uh, i got a couple more topics here. But before I do that, let me check in with the chat. And also, I have to make sure I continue to provide opportunities for the community. So I want to share with you just the sponsors that uh, have been a blessing to the channel. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback from people who've taken advantage of the opportunity. So it's definitely a good thing to have people who provide opportunities for the community to get their weight up as well as their calories up. So I'll check in real quick. Uh, feel free to throw some thoughts, ideas, or whatever. And then we'll keep the show moving. Then I'll open up the phone line on the other side of this. And love to hear from you guys directly. All right. So as also highlight at rethinking a dollar to stand out and I can definitely get your thoughts on it. Uh, Rolf says oil needs to be 200 a barrel. Uh, it's, it's, it's more than likely going to surpass that. <laughs> and so of course we got Goldman Sachs and all the other, you know, price for future analysts talking about p- potential prices of uh, oil in the future. And I want to say the number I remember hearing from somebody out there was $320 a barrel at the absolute peak. And if we see 300 or, tw- or we see 200 or anything above what it currently is now, we're going to definitely, we're going to see that at the pump. There's no way around that. Uh, let me see here. It says, uh, JBW says we have eight years. I'm not sure what that's too, but 2030, everything will be different, but it's being done slowly. Uh, no doubt. And that has a lot to do with the, just agenda to 2030 as well as the uh, ultimately everything we're experiencing is, is heading towards the fourth industrial revolution. And, and according to the things they're trying to roll out from a technology standpoint, Russia and China are already in lock and step with that. So whether it's led by the West or the East, they're all in agreement on the methods that they're going to use to basically surveil and to further digitally enslave humanity. So they're all on the same team when it comes to that. I think what we're witnessing now is more so the back and forth, you know, East versus West Coast distractions of uh, who's going to continue to control the energy game while they're trying to ultimately speed up this race away from the petrodollar system and alter and basically alter offer the world alternatives is what it boils down to. And I don't think uh, the East is going to sit by and let's let that happen without there, without there being some type of major uh, repercussions from that. Um, let me see here. Uh, um, uh, uh, Solo says, we're we going to see it at the pump, electric food, clothing, shipping, etc." No doubt, man. Uh, it, it's inevitable just because everything is deliberately being brought down. And from the Western's agenda, mind you, all G7 nations have bought into and promote and support the Build Back Better initiative, which is still in play. And so the Build Back Better initiative is ultimately the UN slash World Economic Forum's agenda to basically reshape and restructure civilization from the top all the way down and down back to the top. And so that's going to happen regardless. It's just how fast and how disruptive will it be? Will it be a slow burn or be an immediate crash? And that's why I think a lot of things is happening out east with what Russia and China is doing, how they're you know, they're either a a step ahead in this transition or they're a step behind. And that's why it looks as if they're, you know, they're, they're combating back and forth with that East and West, but ultimately it's just, it's just an inevitable shift taking place in the monetary system. They're literally trying to usher in some type of other global medium of exchange that the world will recognize as 
the next standard while the East wants to try to get as much as they, or the West wants to get as much as they can out of the current petrodollar system, i.e. the uh, Federal Reserve system. And they've already put out there that their chosen method will be a complete roll into the SDR and utilizing that as a way to further enslave nations with the digital versions of them and things of that nature. But then again, on the East, they have their own system as well that they want to try to roll out as well. Uh, let me see here. Mike, what's your take on solar? Uh, what's your take on solar for your home? Um, Vince, great question, man. So uh, I am a proponent of that just because the best way to minimize the your exposure to the risk uh, of being dependent upon the system is to try to do as much as you can on your own. So, of course, all the homestead opportunities that come about from being able to produce your own food, your own energy, your, supply your own water and things of that like is definitely crucial. And so anything that allows people to not depend on the system, I'm all for. And so I'm a proponent of solar systems as well. And so I, you know, solar generators, I have them panels. I have them. I mean, just, you can't, you know, you'll be, you'll be a fool not to look into those things as well as try to get those uh, the best way you can. I know Vince, I know you do some things as well uh, with offering that. So feel free to put in the chat, the opportunity you got, you have as well. Thanks for bringing that question up. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me uh, mention that. Uh, Mike, what's your opinion on solar panels for home? Yeah, appreciate that, man. Uh, JBW says, what are you thinking? You should reach out to Dane Whittington as far as the weather uh, warfare is concerned. Everything is he talking about is coming to fruition. Uh, no doubt, man. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, I have a little weather. And so that's one of the things where the video I did last week uh, where I talked about using the word climate. And so here, so if you want to find out what words they're really cracking down on and censoring, because that video basically didn't, it, you know, it, it went nowhere. <laughs> so if I use too many buzzwords, the video will not even reach the community as I'm witnessing already, but it won't be recommended or suggested. So I have to be careful with the people I have on a show, knowing where they stand. Cause you know, we all know what's really going on. And that's why rumble has become very popular right now, because you can go over there and catch those guys unfiltered of which I also have that as well, but it's more so trying to pick and pick and pick and choose the battles I'm willing to fight. Cause right now the monetary side of things and being able to encourage people, provide ways for people to, you know, get their weight up as well as get their calories up and things of that nature, more on the practical things that they can do here and now that's affordable is what I'm going to try to focus on while I still have an opportunity to connect with you guys. Cause at some point, as I mentioned before, we will be disconnected, but that's why I say, make sure you go to rtd.locals.com so we can all stay plugged in, but I have to, you know, use my time wisely knowing that, you know, I won't have this platform forever and I don't want to, you know, you know, get beyond what I'm attempting to do here and get caught up in, you know, too much truth telling to where they cancel me a lot earlier than I would like to be. So I get you, but I get you on that though. So I'm trying to figure out how to, how to work that. And so my desire is to do more uh, interviews on other subject matters that interest me, such as AI, as well as the, that stuff. Cause that, that stuff, I'm still heavily into it. I just can't talk about it as much just because I know it won't reach, it won't reach nobody. So I'm basically just like talking to whoever's listening right now might be the last of who would be able to see this. So, uh, but it is what it is. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, all right. So before I move forward and then I'm going to open the phone lines. But as I mentioned before, I've been very fortunate to have some sponsors to uh, help out with the channel, making things easier on my side and also provide you guys a chance to uh, take advantage of some opportunities. So 
about to share with you this little promotion here. Then on the flip side of that, we'll come back and we'll open the phone line. So make sure you got your questions and thoughts ready, and then we'll all love to hear from you guys directly. So uh, stay tuned. Just let me share share this with you guys. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it. Our purchasing power and our currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25-year super survival food, hand-packed right in the family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to fourpatriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description. All right. Uh, let's get to talking. I'm curious to hear what you guys think. Also, uh, for sure. Take advantage of opportunities as they come your way, man, uh, whether it be these or anything else. And I see in the chat there people talking about solar, pa- solar panels and things of that nature. Yeah, and, and to, to go that route requires studying as well as a lot of research to make sure you know what you're doing, how you're doing it, and uh, make sure you're up and running in case something does happen. But I did notice um, somebody mentioned in the chat that September, and we talked about the whole Vatican situation last week, how by September 30th, Basically, the Pope told all Vatican businesses to make sure you got your funds back in our own bank or else. So that's always on the table. So I wouldn't be surprised if something comes about real soon. But it is what it is, man. Uh, We've been expecting, anticipating some type of event. And that's just one of many other things that could come up out of the blue, all headed into November, where we'll have that uh, midterm election, which based upon this last speech that was given by the current administration, which was a divide and conquer agenda. Just lets us know how things, how bad things really are. So, but anyway, let's open the phone lines. Curious to hear what you guys are talking about. What's in your radar? Feel free to let me know. Give me a call, 313-462-0027, and uh, let your voice be heard. Or highlight everything in a dollar, and we can definitely jump on that. All right, what else we got here, man? Uh, yeah, so I, oh, on another note, more into the de-dollarization side of things. Uh, I'll share this with you guys. So this is out of Russia in the last uh, day or so actually within the last couple of hours, but it looks like to further throw a, a, a rink a, a wrench rather into the petrodollar de-dollarization system, Russia goes back and forth. They're apparently they're considering now just because they can't go around it. They can't actually, they can't beat it. So they're talking about more likely joining it. And so it says the ministry of finance announced a possible imminent legalization of cross-border payments and cryptocurrencies and of course, when people say cryptocurrencies, they usually refer to the genesis, which is Bitcoin. And so basically, based upon this article here, it just gives a little insight as to some details. But uh, the, primary, the, the central bank, as the finance minister, 
basically was saying, as for regulation of the cryptocurrency market, the difference in approaches has remained. But I can say that the central bank has also rethought uh, the approach, taking into account the fact that the situation has changed and we are rethinking it, <laughs> referring to the use of cryptocurrencies. This is according to him, both finance minister and central bank agree that in the current conditions, quote, it is impossible to do without cross-border settlements and cryptocurrency. And so that's their way of saying that it's probably going to be put on the table. And so if they move towards the uh, announcement and acceptance of Bitcoin for their commodities or whatever currencies for their currencies, that's one more alternative out there to the for the world to use, which definitely will put more of a hiccup in the plans of the West because not only has Russia set up the you know one grand for 5,000 rubles as a way of giving people the knowledge base of how important gold is and will be, but then also the currency swaps and on top of all the other things with their new linkage of their infrastructure payment systems. And then if you throw in something like a quote unquote decentralized payment method, Bitcoin, whatever it might be, a Monero or something like that, that's three or four options that nations will have to basically acquire resources from Russia. And you better believe more nations will follow suit in doing the same thing, which ultimately will impact the price of the cryptocurrency market in a favorable way. But also it'll force the U.S. to have to scramble to figure out how they're going to deal with it from a regulatory standpoint here while they're watching basically other nations possibly drive the price of those assets up. And so it'll definitely put the U.S. in a very uncomfortable position because now they got to address that on top of everything else that they're trying to uh, cover up from actually being exposed. So just something worth talking about, because at some point, uh, I think the more alternatives we have and the world has, for the most part, the better, because the goal is to get us away from a single unit of accountability, which is no longer we can no, no longer hold it to account just because it's be, it has been weaponized against the world. So the more we have, the better. And of course, gold, silver are primary monies. And then everything else on top of that are great options. But if, you know, central banks such as Russia and probably India decide to use a cryptocurrency that just validates the whole platform itself as an opportunity that people can take advantage of if you're interested. So anyway, uh, let me get to some. I thought I see a lot of back and forth here. Uh, PM says a Russian Saudi may just be waiting for China to decouple from the West to really crush us. Um, yeah, you bet. I, it's good to say that they're all in constant communication with each other, trying to narrate, navigate. And basically, to me, everything is already set up. All the digital infrastructure needed for that next announcement of a payment network is done. They're just waiting on all this stuff to unravel. And of course, the sanctions right now and the possible standoff to see whether Europe backs down or whether they continue to move forward with these sanctions and factor in that new price cap that they've yet to set. Basically, Russia is not hurting one bit because they still have buyers of their energy. So only people who suffer are the ones who are deliberately shooting themselves in the foot, which happens to be Europe and the other G7 nations, including the U.S. So I think the probability of things turning around to where the West gives in will only come if Americans here actually realize that we're basically being held hostage right now by these alleged sanctions that's being put out there, which ultimately is a, is a tax. It's an excess of tax on American people and European people and everybody else that depends on energy that we're not producing right now. So no matter what the emotions are, no matter what our opinions are, whoever has energy, 
makes and causes shots. And when people in America and Europe really realize that, which more people in Europe are realizing that, that's when I think it's going to be a lot of pressure on the political puppets we have here to acknowledge the fact that these sanctions are not working, they're backfiring, but and then they'll probably be exposed to the fact that that was intentional. And speaking of which, uh, let me share with you uh, something that I shared in the Telegram uh, chat just to show you as of this was as of today. Uh, this is today. So here we have uh, protests in Germany. So this is it says thousands of thousands demonstrate in Saxony, Germany today, demanding that authorities lift sanctions on Russia and reduce gas costs. So here we have a lot of people out in this little town square area, signs, protests, yelling, shouting. They're letting their voices be heard because of the pain they're experiencing at the pump, as well as on a monthly basis with their uh, gas prices. So this is what's happening in Germany. So it's not until stuff hits the fan, do people wake up and realize what's really going on. And so this could probably draw on through this winter into probably summer, spring when energy costs might or might not come down or energy usage may not be as high, but then heading to next winter, if some, if some things aren't ironed out, we're going to have Americans definitely out in the streets as well, talking about the same thing Europe is going through right now with those energy prices. So, okay, let me see what else is going on here. I said 233 Jason says 2023 is the launch of the CBDC to take over swift payments, fed coin coming in December. Okay, Jason. So is that this? So I'm assuming that's December of 2023 you're referring to or December this year. Uh, and so, but I assume you meant be next year, which is definitely possible. So based upon what I mentioned about this energy standoff, if the, if the West continues to try to play hardball by not backing down on sanctions and the price caps on energy, they're trying to throw out there and, and they might throw something else out there. If they continue that type of rhetoric, then of course, Russia is not going to move on their energy. The rest of the world who are labeled as friendly nations will be supplied with no problem but the G7 nations will definitely crumble. And that plays right in alignment with what I've been talking about forever, saying that, you know, there's not enough desperation. There's not enough pain out there on, on top of the pain Jerome Powell mentioned is needed in order to fight inflation. You know, we're going to be fighting a lot more than inflation uh, moving forward uh, if they don't decide to work all this energy stuff out because it's not going away. <laughs> you know, it's not, not going to be any magical oil reserves found and tapped and released into the public because this administration has made it clear that they don't want any type of American made uh, manufacturing of energy over here because that doesn't help the net zero by 2030 agenda. So, but it is what it is. It's uh, interesting times, man. Uh, what else we got says pitchfork time. Uh, yeah, that's it's, it's in the, it's in the cars, man. And, What's dangerous about that is that it won't be pitchforks. It'll be lead just because they're looking for a reason and a way to disarm the American populace. And as of right now, things are not working out as smoothly as I'm assuming they would have imagined to this point. So time will tell. Uh, says, uh, let me see. MW says more power to the Germans. They don't want to die and have their family freeze to death. They cook with petrol. They drive with petrol. They heat their house with petrol. They need it. Yeah, man. A hundred percent. All right, let's get a call in real quick. Doop, doop, doop. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? 
Hey, this is Easy Rock from Pennsylvania. How are you doing today, brother? Easy Rock, doing good, my friend. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I just wanted to share a couple of thoughts that I've been having. Some correlations between things that are occurring on our planet. I'm not sure if everyone's putting them together. So, um, number one is the food. They've been burning down a lot of our food processing plants. At the same time, big volcano down in the southern hemisphere has spread ashes 30 miles high, and that's cut down the crops in the southern hemisphere by 50%. Mm. They bought up all our farmland. So um, there's no doubt about it. This is a depopulation agenda, and they're bringing it down on us this winter. And I just want people to realize when it comes down to paying for a mortgage or paying for rent, or paying for heat or paying for food. Mm-hmm. Pretty obvious. You need your food and you need your heat. But if you still have to choose between those, it's time to rise up and take care of this as Americans because the rest of the world is already in it. Like in Germany, they mm-hmm. cannot pay for energy. It's $1,000 a month. So they're going to freeze. They might eat. But they're saying that as many as a billion people could freeze to death or starve to death in the next year. And the United Nations said this out loud. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, that is the definitely alarming. Yeah, the Vatican taking all of their assets in by the end of this month tells me that we've only got maybe three weeks. Yeah, and then then that'll be that banking event that uh, the West could definitely use, and guess we're gonna blame it on <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. So it's gonna be some type of cyber event because remember Cyber Polygon, which is their exercise that they've been running for the last four or five years, is still in play. And I'm not sure if they actually held the one this year. I didn't follow it this summer. It usually takes place in July, so I got to find out. But they've been working on and running drills for some cyber event for some time now. So this month, it it could be probable, man. So that's something to be on the lookout for as well. But we've already told people, you know, only, in my opinion, only keep in in the hands of other people with the promise of receiving it as a future date with interest or as is. Uh, as much as you're willing to lose, just because all promises will be broken in a structured monetary reset like we're witnessing now. And so once again, once you know that, then it's on you. So it'd be different if you didn't know that. Exactly. But But the the monetary reset that we're witnessing now is going to be another exercise in futility with the central bank digital currencies being backed by nothing. People are learning what fiat means and replacing this dollar with another fiat alternative a lot of people won't participate. It will fail within 12 to 18, 24 months at the most. Then we're going to go back to sound money again. Mm-hmm. So don't get rid of your silver. Hold that. Hold your Bitcoin. It'll come back again. But I mean, that ain't going to feed us. It's not going to give us heat. Right. So you're right. Anything that's not in your possession, you've got to be willing to lose. And um, I think the really big thing to consider is that if you've got a year's worth of food put up and you've got seeds, Mm-hmm. Okay, rareseeds.com has all the heirloom seeds from the mom-and-pop shops that Big Agri tried to destroy in the last decade. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Baker Heirloom Seeds. The website is rareseeds.com. They're already sold out of more than two-thirds of all the winter planting seeds. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get seeds for next year, you've got to go to rareseeds.com and get them now because when people realize what's mm-hmm. happening, that place is going to sell out in one day. Yeah. So you say where, where seeds? It's called rare seeds. R A R E S E E D S.com. Okay. Good deal, my friend. Yeah, appreciate yeah, it's going to sell out quickly and seeds will be currency just like lead. And I mean, seeds are going to be better currency than silver <laughs> bullion. 
Uh, silver will be nice when we come out on the other side, but man, you don't, you're not going to get any food for those silver ounces when everybody's starving. Nobody right. wants it. But that's the thing, they like, you know, and most from most events that have taken place utilizing, you know, Venezuela, Zimbabwe, things more recently, food is available, right. but it's just at a cost. And it's more so, yeah. you know, are you able to afford it? Because it's, oh, it's going to be available. Because, I mean, the, the uber wealthy people will definitely. M- uh, monopolize food by selling it at a very high price because they got bunkers that they'll be willing to you know unleash to the public at a very high cost as well. So there'll be something out there, but the question is, what will you be able to? How much will you be able to get with what you have, and what medium will they be willing to accept? Because they more than likely won't be taking euros or dollars in the fiat terms, so they're going to want something else. So as an insurance policy, it's always good to have something that you can barter with or exchange a skill with somebody for a, a plate of food. If, if it gets time down to that, you know what I'm saying? So, but exactly. hopefully it doesn't get the to that point. Foraging, foraging, hunting, fishing and stuff like that by teaching people to fish can work a lot. Having medical experience and um, first responder experience is going to be great. It's um, the food is going to be, people are going to starve in certain parts of this world. Mm-hmm. In America, we're not going to, but we're going to pay 10 times more than we're paying now by the middle of winter I found 50-pound bags of oatmeal on a web restaurant store for only $62 for a 50-pound bag of oatmeal. Mm. It's still there right now, and it's not hyperinflated just yet. But yeah. you've got to act now. You really have to act now. Yeah. And the thing is, though, there is not enough energy to buy at any price. So people will freeze. Yeah. They will not be able to buy it. Not for a million dollars, it will not be available for the energy. The food, not here. Right. It's not going to be like that in Europe, yeah. but in a lot of parts of the world, it's already there, man. So yeah. appreciate yeah, you, man. it's a very exciting time to be alive, and I'm looking forward to coming out on the other side to a new golden age and free trade and freedom from these billionaire bastards. Hey, man, appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling and sharing that information as well. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Much love, brother. Be good. Yep. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Dropping some nuggets out there. So, yeah, Definitely. Uh, and so I, you know, I've mentioned seeds before. So I've put, you know, everything that's just is, is practical and affordable. I've been talking about it for quite some time now, and I actually put together for those that are, those that are interested in the link at this video here, you know, the little RTD emergency prep kit, which is the core basics of things that everybody should have is extremely affordable. Get as much of that as you can just to have, whether you use it or you use it to barter, it, you'll have something in your possession. So I uh, put uh, a lot of stuff that I've been purchasing for quite some time and, and that link at the bottom. So if you guys are interested. Yeah, man. Uh, what else we got here? Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, yeah. Give me a call, man. Definitely want to hear some voices out here. Let me, uh, it's a talk show. People give me, let me hear what you're talking about out there. There's one thing to just talk where I hear myself, but I want to actually talk to some people. Uh, what else we got here? Okay. I got some more subjects out here. Let me, I can share. Okay. Here's something <laughs> that I had to put out here. Just, you know, I, I didn't, validate this but it just seems like it's possible but i found this tweet earlier uh this is from somebody colin mccarthy i don't know who he is but he says santa clara california after hitting nearly 110 degrees fahrenheit this afternoon so this came out yesterday he says uh uh, was just hit with a hellacious severe thunderstorm bringing 90 60 mile per hour wind gusts hail heavy rain and frequent lightning incredible swings in weather in Southern California. So, you know, I not in Cali, so I can't really say what the weather was like yesterday, but I did hear about the possible, you know, uh, grid emergency last week. We talked about that where they were telling people due to triple digit weather that they may not be able to charge their Teslas. And so here you see a picture of just 
as he mentioned, hail, wind, and everything else coming on top of the fact it was just 110 degrees. So, you know, to me, that is one of the things where the orchestrators of this experience that we're having uh, have basically just thrown it in our faces that they're capable of flipping the switch like that from 110 to damn near a tropical storm just like that in the same day. Because the, the, these events are rare and have ever occurred in my lifetime that I'm aware of in such frequency as well as intensity to where it's no way you can't not think that this is intentional. And with that example there, if that's real, it's like one of the things where they're showing us what they're capable of doing. And so uh, very sad, but that's a part of this race for the people who are trying to take over humanity in their quest to be God and play God by utilizing things that was intended for man to have dominion over against human, against man. So, but uh, yeah, man, uh, Ed says uh, canned food and freeze dried foods is the way to go. Oats and rice and Mylar bags, five gallon buckets. There you go, man. So a lot of people in the community have been uh, definitely getting their calories up and preparing for some unforeseen events. Uh, Andy says I'm stacking firewood is not hard, but a good workout. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. In this experience we're having, as time moves forward, as things probably become a little bit more uncomfortable, man will get very creative. And so from this will come a lot of opportunity. And so being on the right end of this is, you know, delivering, finding ways to deliver value to people right close home to you, building your community locally, things of that nature. Hello, caller. Which name are we calling from? Oops. I'm sorry. Give me one second. My bad. One second. Hello. What we got here? It's Ed. How you doing, Mike? Hey, doing good, my friend. Hey, we need to set some people straight on this seed stuff, man. Uh, I've been watching people trying to grow stuff. My mother grew up with a family of eight. My dad, a family of ten. Mm-hmm. You got to have acres and acres mm-hmm. of a garden to feed a bunch of people. And, you know, this seed stuff. I mean, us, these guys are already doing this. Mm-hmm. They're fooling themselves, man. We're going to throw a couple baskets full of tomatoes. And, you know, you got to have corn and chickens and hogs and you know, I've seen it done, mm-hmm. and these people living in this city ain't going to do it. Right. I'm not saying nobody can, but if you're listeners right now, if even if they had the stuff to do it, probably 90% of them couldn't do it. So this is what they need to do. Give it canned goods, mm-hmm. canned goods, peanut butter, tuna, beans, and if you got the money, go with the freeze-dried. That My Patriot that's on your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, it's a little more expensive per meal, yeah. but when you break it down, what stuff costs in the grocery store, they got to do that. And right. it takes a lot of food. I've been prepping for a long time. I spent thousands of dollars. I got a family of four. I could maybe feed them for six, eight months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to do it, do it now and do it right. But this stuff about seeds and, you know, what are you going to do? Buy a mule and a plow? Come on. <laughs> yeah, and that's where it, it all depends on, it all, it all depends on, where you're at geographically. Some people may have the space to do something, but then again, the people in the city, you know, that makes it that much more challenging, not impossible. Like, you know, my brother-in-law, this guy lives, you know, in, in the city, he got a nice little yard. He, he, he grows more than he's capable of, fe- you know, feeding his family with. So he's giving it to my family. So he's a city boy. So he's doing this thing. So I'm, I'm witnessing people do it. It's just like, I just, I'm learning still. Well, so. <laughs> Yeah, but Mike, you're talking about, you know, a seasonal thing where we right. got tomatoes and stuff, for, right. you know, late summer. What's he going to do in February? What's he going to give you then? Nothing. Right, right, right. But, uh, Good point. Know, it's, 
it's it's pretty easy to do, man. You, you know, you buy rice, you get 50 pounds, you buy Mylar bags, you put an oxygen thing in there. You know, there's plenty of channels to help these people. But this is what's talking crazy about gardening. You know, these, you know, these people, they don't know what they're talking about. I've seen it done, man. They're dreaming. Yeah. Get your weight up, get your calories up. But you can do it, mm-hmm. but you got you to gotta be smart about it. Right. But hey. um, <laughs> I hear you, man. And that's one, of, that, that's one yeah. of many different avenues that I, I'm still learning because I, you know, I'm saying I'm not a farmer at, at, at my core, so I'm definitely open, and like I, I try to get people on the show who can teach me some things. So I got books, and I, you know, so I got it, man. So some hit the fan. I can at least educate myself, and you know, be ready for that next summer. So I got my seeds too. So, oh man, right. Another, <laughs> another thing is this whole solar thing. You know, to buy those panels to put them in the right spot. Oh wait, one more thing about the food. Yeah, you got to have land. You got to have rain. They're playing with the weather. Right, 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 right. And that's they bring another drought on you. You know, real farmers have trouble getting crops up because mm-hmm. of weather and you know things like that, fertilizer. You know? Yeah. But anyway. Uh... No, but hey, man, it looks like I lost you there. But appreciate you calling, my friend. All right, Mike. Be, be good. Good stuff, man. Um. So here's a question here. So community. So I'll put this out there for the community. People been around for quite some time. Realize the macro picture of things. So share your opinions on this question as well, just because it's not a one size fits all answer. But Alex says, I have 15,000 in the bank. What should I do? Maybe there's a bailout in September. And so Alex, it has a lot to do with a variety of factors. Based upon a statement I made earlier is that given the circumstances we're experiencing, if there was a bank event, it wouldn't just be a small, simple, you know, localized issue, it will probably be a systemic event. And we've never had a systemic event in my lifetime that I'm aware of that deal with the, that dealt with the banks. So your 15 could be there on the other side of this shift if it is a systemic event. But then again, will you have access to it to be able to go down, withdraw it in an event where it's automatically chaos, pandemonium? They've already removed a lot of local retail ATMs as well as small, you know, branches, bank branches in your neighborhoods. It's happening everywhere. So I'm sure you're aware of that. And so the goal is to cut off the and limit the access for people to be able to get their own cash out. So if there is a bank event, that 15,000 possibly could be rolled into whatever bank who holds it and owns it outright as, you know, capital for them to restructure themselves and you're given access to it in time and in increments or it could come out on the other end as being a central bank digital version of something as well. So it's more so if you lose it, would it hurt you? That's another way of looking at it. And if it's something of concern that you need to survive now in the long term, what if you can't get access to it? Then what? So those are some scenarios to think about just because there's no one one way of solving that issue. If it is an issue for you, it's good to have some on hand, but also keep in mind that if we have a systemic event, what you do have may not end up being there the way that you want it when you want it. We're witnessing enough of people being trapped in a system, system assets being frozen. Just when you're talking about the crypto space alone is a good example of uh, what could happen if you're not able to get access to your funds. So hopefully that helps, whatever. Just think about all the possible scenarios, man. And, you know, it might be there, might not. So whatever that's worth, my friend. But community, feel free to add in and share your two things two thoughts on it because i couldn't tell you like go down and get it out you know i mean i can't you know saying like that's you know more advice than anything else think about the scenarios of what if it's not available to you as well as you know 
what if nothing happens at all, then it'll be there. But we've witnessed enough over the last couple of years as to how people, when they go down to make large withdrawals, they're given a runaround. And I, you know, of course, I want to say anything above 10,000, you try to go on at one time and tell you either come back or you got to fill out some paperwork and ask you what, how, what, where, when. Depending on what type of city you're in, you may not be able to get it that day anyway. So it's only going to get more challenging to get you what you think is yours at the end of the day. Uh, let me see. It says, Price says, any anything more than 600 a day will be tracked. Possibility. Uh, if only the bankers offered us a, a CBDC UBI, we'd be saved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe me, it's it's in the cards. It's in the cards. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Yeah, Mike. Steve, being region nine. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, man. Like like everybody's saying, right, right now, it's all about the food and the water. Mm-hmm. The food and the water. Uh, those, those two things. And, and uh, I, I think you probably saw the thing over the weekend where the guy had the airplane was, was talking about crashing it into the Walmart yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people people get desperate, man. What does Gerald Salente say? When people have nothing to lose, they lose it. Yeah. Now watch this. I, I saw I saw that, but I didn't dive deep to read into it. So what was he like? He was, I'm assuming, trying to make a point about something. What exactly? What was he talking about? I, I don't I don't know why he. Obviously, I think probably the prices of the food. Probably I, I don't I don't know. I I didn't uh, delve deep into exactly why he was wanted to do that but, uh-huh. but it, it, i think it had something to do with food prices etc yeah uh, but anyway you know people are gonna get crazy man we haven't seen anything yet right we haven't seen anything yet with, with what people are gonna do uh and, and also since you do uh the, the the five guys burger uh-huh. that i picked up the other day yeah uh it's it in your email that uh uh, 20, 20 bucks this time, bro. It was 15. It was 15 last time I picked you up. <laughs> hey, but here's the thing is the price is going up, but you haven't stopped you from going to get your burger, though. <laughs> hey, 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 Mike, Mike the, 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 the burger was good, bro. I'm done. <laughs> so the question is, the question yep. is, how high would you be willing to pay? How much would you be willing to pay for that burger? If you go back next week and it's 25, next week it's 30, at what point will you say enough's enough? I'm done with five guys and fries. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't hit that point yet, but even even I know that that's, that's high for a freaking hamburger. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 yeah so so the, the receipts there, the photo of the burger is there. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't even make this stuff up. You, you got the receipt right there. Yeah, I'll put it right on right screen now, yeah. At least you, you got your money's worth, I think. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that's but that's crazy, man. For a burger, we're talking about a burger. Yeah, yeah. There was there's nothing else on that receipt. Right, but a that's burger. a burger, right? That's not including fries, no drink. That's just it says a cheeseburger, eleven fifty, an extra patty, two forty. We got 
Uh, we got one side of bacon, one solo patty, seventeen seventy nine plus tax. Man, man, man. I, exactly. I, 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 exactly. But not, you know, I, I love, I'm a, yeah, I love me some burgers, but not for that price, man. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. Well, yeah, I'm, the, the the food stuff with the with the food stuff though. Yeah, uh, you got it. You got to get it now. Mm-hmm. You got to get it now. Um, I, I'm not sure how many times we can reiterate. You gotta stock up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a month, etc. Yeah, man. But hey, appreciate you calling, man. Anyway. Anyway, bro. Yeah, we'll talk later. Yeah, be good. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh man, good stuff. Steve Burger, man. All right, man. We had well, we had 52 minutes, man. Uh great live stream. A lot of great interaction. And just based upon the calls that we received today. For those who perhaps might be coming across everything for the first time, you see the level of seriousness that people are is, is sharing in reference to never taking for granted the concept of preparedness as best as you can. Like we can't control everything, but when you know things are being done deliberately to cause economic, social, political pain, the best thing we can do is to try to protect ourselves, minimize the risk and exposure we have to things that are beyond our control. And that means taking more into your own possession as far as getting as much of what you need on a day-to-day basis in your possession. And so for me personally, that's come with sacrificing a lot of things that, you know, I would rather do with funds rather than just say, you know, have hey, a put it off till later. Nope. I sacrifice, cut back on some things, focus on things I need, trying to get more of what I can use next year, two years from now. And, and my reserves, whether it be my metals, my calories, ammo, you know, just because it's not going to go to waste. I'm going to use it at some point. <laughs> and I hope and pray I never have to go into my insurance pile of my weights or my calorie reserves as well. I hope I never have to touch it. And so that's my objective. But if, if I do, I'll have something to fall back on just to buy some time. But anyway, keep it moving. Um, all right, people. Uh, that's all she wrote for tonight. We'll pick up tomorrow night, same time, same place. Uh, Definitely bring some thoughts, ideas, suggestions. If you haven't, click the link in the description, join the Telegram page, share articles, thoughts, ideas, whatever, and make sure you guys sign up to the RTD Locals page where we'll be able to connect so everybody can stay plugged in uh, throughout the day. And of course, you got to you know, get your bullion up, get your weight up, get your calories up, and then rtlocals.com. Just in case we're disconnected here, you'll be able to connect with us there and we'll be able to keep this party moving. So uh, anyway, be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys later. Peace.